The new Grad Physio podcast is hosted by Andy Barker, consultant MSK and sports physiotherapist, private practice owner and the founder of the new Grad Physio. Having experienced his own rapid rise from student to dream job just 15 months after graduating, Andy knows exactly what it takes to accelerate your skills and fly up the promotion ladder faster than you ever thought possible. Having previously worked in his dream role at the Leeds Rhinos as the head of physio and rehab, Andy now consults with a number of individual elite athletes and within professional rugby, football and dance whilst running his own group of private practice clinics. He started the new grad physio to help student and new grad therapists just like you overcome the specific challenges you face at the start of your therapy career, helping you to dodge the common pitfalls that can cause confusion and overwhelm with your clinical practice and stop you getting the patient results and the jobs or promotions you deserve. This podcast will deliver you actionable advice, will help you make sense of your patient assessments, reason your treatments and patient rehab to get results well beyond your level of experience. You will also discover what you need to do to open doors, to create opportunities for yourself, so you can enjoy the best possible start to life as a new grad physio. So, let's get started. Hi, it's Andy back here and welcome back to the new grad physio podcast. In this week's episode, I want to talk about treating acute back pain. If you've seen patients before with back pain, which I'm sure you've had, you know how disabling it can be for your patients. You know, it can stop them in their tracks, literally right there. And then you might have even had an episode of, of back pain yourself. So you, I guess you can maybe have a, a personal experience of, 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 of a back pain problem. And that's, you know, not, um, you know, probably in the, in the case of most people, we're, we're going to have back pain. If you look at all the stats around back pain, it's the most prevalent MSK problem um, in the world. So the chances of you having back pain at some point in your life are pretty, pretty high. But when it happens... Uh, and particularly with acute-based back pain where you might have high severity in terms of maybe a pain level or high irritability of symptoms, sometimes as a therapist you can actually feel quite helpless because it almost feels like whatever hands-on treatments you do, whatever rehab you try, nothing really seems to, to work and actually help your patient out. And talking of acute back pain, I had um, a problem last week, not myself, um, but the day before the World Cup semi-final, uh, one of the players that I look after in, in camp had a back spasm. He was literally pulling his shorts up um, after a recovery session. They'd been in some hot and cold sort of contrast um, baths the day before the game. At the training ground, he'd gone to pull his shorts up and then his back had a spasm. So this is literally 24 hours before the World Cup semi-final, the, the biggest game of his of his life and I think reflecting upon um, I guess what I did I'm going to talk through that as as we go through the, the podcast but just reflecting back of of what I would have been like when I sort of first started out and without question this sort of problem would have totally freaked me out but looking at and I'm going to talk through this now what we actually did was was relatively simple and you know I think with um, acute back pain you know sometimes the simplest things are the most effective things. So I've got three tips for you, uh, which I want to take you through now. 
and you'll see that you know, some of the strategies are, are relatively simple. Yes, we did some, what well, maybe some higher level type of you know hands on work and and some and some rehab bits, but probably ninety percent of of what helped him and got him ready for the game were were some of the simple stuff. So, top tip number one would be to check the rib cage. So this is a big one. This has been a really a bit of a game changer for me in terms of managing um, back pain, both acute and chronic based um, back pain. And it's seemingly no brainer for patients with back pain, particularly um, like my play last week, patients that struggle with forward flexion. So if you think about bending forwards, when you bend forwards or your patient bends forwards towards their, their toes, say in standing, so doing that forward flexion test, the rib cage needs to drop back and in or to give it its Sunday terms, it needs to depress, it needs to retract and the ribs need to internally rotate. So when you bend forward or your patient bends forward and you see a limitation in toe touch, that might be pain, um, that might be um, that sort of guarded movement into to flexion. Any limitations that you've got around your rib cage will mean that the body has to find this movement from somewhere else. It has to find this range of movement from somewhere else in the body. And what the body does, it will often find movement or degrees of movement from a joint the closest to the problem. So again, if we've got rib cage immobility, then the body is going to find that range from somewhere else. If the rib cage doesn't move well, it's going to find that movement from somewhere else. And thinking about how close the rib cage and the low back are, the rib cage is immobile. The low back has to move more, it has to do more work. It's got more chance of becoming overloaded and it has a more a great chance of, of becoming injured. So top tip number one, check the rib cage. Top tip number two is treat low back pain inside lying. So I see therapists do this all the time, and, and I certainly used to do this as a as a new grad, where you find a low back pain problem, and then you stick your patient on the front, so put them in prone on the table, and you're sticking an elbow in their back or massaging them, QL, whatever you're sort of doing in terms of in terms of treatment. So why is this a problem? Well, if you think about a lot of the issues that you might see with the low back, so you might have a you know a QL problem, might have some tightness around that area, might have a facet joint issue. If you put your patient in prone, you are putting them in a relative position of extension. So thinking about the facet joints, you're actually closing down the facet joints. You're actually shortening those muscles of the, the QL, for example, in that sort of prone position. So the same joints, the same muscles that you're actually going to try and you know release, if you like, you're actually going to try and improve the tissue quality around the area. You're actually putting them in a, a compromised position, if you like, to to start with. So you're actually making your task more difficult than it needs to be. But if you put them inside lane, you can um, prop them up with pillows. And so you could open up the side you're working on, get them to bring their knees towards their chest a little bit, um, which again will flex their back, will actually open up those facet joints. It will actually put the QL actually on a position of, of already a position of stretch which is going to help you you know so the position is going to help and um, relieve those symptoms to start with and it's going to help you increase the effectiveness of the treatments the hands-on work you actually do with your patients so number two is treat inside lying and then final tip is limit 
aggravating positions and postures. And again, this sounds super simple, but something we, we often forget around. So again, you could do some awesome work on the table, your hands-on work, rehab, etc. But if your patient's going to go away and then spend the majority of their time, the rest of their day, in positions that are going to aggravate them, it's going to going to undo all that great work that you've done. So, thinking about educating your you know patient, if they have extension related low back pain, they're going to want to favour positions in more of a flex position. If they have flexion related low back pain, they're going to favour more extending positions, being on their feet, standing, walking, etc. But this is simple, and it, obviously it's simple for us. It makes sense in our heads. But unless you actually educate your patient about this, they might adopt positions and postures that, like I say, undo all the hard work you're doing. They're doing their rehab, but then they're spending time in compromised positions that's actually making their symptoms worse and making your job and your patient's job to actually get them back um, you know, fully fit and doing what they want to do. Um, more, you know, Much more difficult than it, than it needs to be. So number three, is limit aggravating position. So check and treat the rib cage, treat inside lying, and limit aggravating position. So these are pretty simple things. Um, and these were three of the, the simple, but really effective tools I used last week with the player I mentioned to get him you know, back fully fit, following his back spasm, and able to play the full 80 minutes in the World Cup semi-final with no issues. And, and yes, like I mentioned before, there were a few specific sort of hands-on treatment techniques and a couple of specific exercises we did um, but these were the 10% the 90% of what worked and helped him turn around his injury so quickly is what we've just discussed in this podcast checking and treating the ribcage treating the side lying and limit his aggravating positions want to learn more about how to manage low back pain I have a specific module in my new graph physio membership that has everything you need to know about lower back pain management it's got content on low back pain anatomy, biomechanics, assessments. It's got videos and content on specific hands-on treatments for a range of low back problems and rehab exercises for patients with back spasms, flexion and extension related low back pain, plus a whole load of content, including webinars and case studies. Want to take a look? Then head to newgraphphysio.com forward slash membership to find out if you might be suitable for the program. Thanks for listening to the new Grad Physio podcast. Before you head off, I just wanted to make sure you did not miss this. Alongside his podcast, Andy posts a weekly blog on his website, www.newgradphysio.com. You can access all his blogs and loads more resources like his recent PDF, The Five Breakthrough Steps to Confidently Treat the Shoulder Right Every Time, Avoid Mistakes and Stop You Feeling Less Adequate Than Other New Grads. This is Andy's most popular resource and has already been accessed by thousands of therapists just like you. To get a copy of this PDF or to get more information about Andy's upcoming courses or find out more about his new Grad Physio membership, head to www.newgradphysio.com. Have a great day and we will catch you on the next podcast episode.